Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome B-Tech Smith and Steve Metz. B-Tech Smith and Steve Metz, you are now entering the Megacars, the Megacars. If you're going to drink, I'm going to drink. Have a sip of water, Steve. I've got kombucha. You do have kombucha. Raspberry lemonade. Ooh. Actually, that sounds pretty tasty. It's really good, actually. My wife's got me uh, into this whole kombucha crap. I think that's that's the name of the brand, kombucha crap. They should call it that with a K. It's yeah. good, though. I've, to me, kombucha. Is it kombucha? Kombucha. I, I call it kombucha. Come kombucha, yo, ladies. You want some of my kombucha? <laughs> kombucha to me is like it's like it's not alcoholic, but right. I notice people that are like into that kind of spiritual world or yoga or working out a lot. Like they're not big drinkers, but they love some kombucha, dude. I mean, yeah, obsessed with it. Yeah, I mean, because you know whether it's crunching abs or crunching numbers, you do it better with kombucha. Yeah, <laughs> you ain't no punk, dude. <laughs> I ain't no punk-ass bitch. I'm drinking kombucha. Strawberry lemonade. Well, of course. If you're going to do it, you got to do it hard. Yeah. Plus, I like vinegar, so. <laughs> oh, you do, huh? Yeah, I do, that Steve. apple vinegar? Yeah. I, I, I have it all the time as well. <laughs> yeah, you do. And this is how we start the mega cast. It's good to see you, Ted. <laughs> I was like... We, I was like, we did do one last week, right? I know. Yeah, we had this big debate trying to figure out whether or not we've done a podcast. And it's like, it feels so long, but we just did one a week ago. All right, yeah. Yeah, it's good to be back. Good to see, it's good to see the mega family listening, as always. I yeah. see all the tweets. People always com- commenting on stuff we're talking about, and I think it's awesome. Man, I'll tell you what. There was a lot of the mega family at uh, Red Fest. Really? Yeah. People yeah. want mega hugs? People want mega hugs. I told you, know, I give out hugs, but I said it's not official unless Steve's here for a mega hug. Right, it's just a guh hug. Yeah. But I, you know, I don't mind at all. There's but the, no mega hug without me. Right. The hugging. I didn't realize, like, I'm the, like, we're the hugging guys now. Right. Yeah. We need to, like, get the Bailey, uh, uh, I'm a hugger t-shirts, you know, Bailey from NXT in the world of wrestling, because that's her thing. Yeah. And it's not, like, one random dude anymore. Like, I give out a lot of, like, real hugs to, to a lot of dudes. And it's dudes. It's, I mean, you get a couple chicks every once in a while, but it's bros that want mega hugs. Oh, yeah. These aren't bro hugs. These are like full-on embraces. Yeah. Oh, I, I give it. them the good, Steve. You know I don't. You know half-stepping. I'm proud of you, Ted. Yeah. How was our Red Fest? I was hoping I could go, but I was not able to make it. Red Fest was awesome, man. Yeah. It, like, the stage was on the other side, and uh, they From t- last year? It yeah. Was, oh, okay. It was on the other side, kind of underneath that ramp. Oh, and cool. then they took out like the beer like serving stations in the middle, so it was just one big wide open thing. It just, I don't know, it just seemed much more big time and this and that, and it was packed. It, it was a really great time. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And yeah, it was you got awesome. a little color. Oh, yeah. And I put on sunscreen like three or four times. Dude, everyone at the station is like still, I think, recovering from a Red Fest hangover. Like everybody yeah. was hurting after that. Yeah. It was pretty intense. That's plus, awesome. Plus, it's like Red Fest hit on like, I don't know. Summer's been nice, but Saturday night, I was just like, God damn, it's so nice out. Yeah. The sun's going to be out forever. I'm going to stay out. <laughs> it's going to be out forever, the whole summer. Yeah. It's like Alaska. Yeah. We will see no darkness. Exactly. <laughs> Why don't we do our push-ups? Let's get everything out of the way, So, because we All got right. a lot of things I, w- I was hoping we could touch on. Yeah, and I uh, showed up late. And, and that's okay. That happens. <laughs> All right, so let's get our 10. It's our chance to get everybody to get their brain right, to get focused on the Megacast, to get your heart racing, your brain, I mean... I need it more than anyone. Yeah, I Steve. Think. What are you, right? I mean, I know it's brain functioning. 
You say, like it seemed like you kind of circled around. I was like, all right, he's going to save this. I've got it. <laughs> he got it. And every time I used to have it written down on a sheet because I'd keep effing it up. I'm like, I don't need that sheet. To get your heart racing, your blood pumping, and your brain functioning. And this time around, guess what, Ted? We got a different song. Do we? Kinda. They don't even have a band name. It's just these two dudes that wrote a metal version of All I Do Is Win. Yeah. All right, I'm in. All right, let's get 10, Mega Family. song for Disciples of Fun. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> like, we are going to kill any tag team if we uh, come out to this song. Yes. I'm jacked. Yeah, man. I'm yeah. freaking believable. I'm excited. Ted Talks, starring Tex Smith. Well, <laughs> this won't be shocking. This Ted talks about staying active. Oh, now, when I say stay active, uh, you know, obviously, you know, if you're a runner or a yoga person, I don't know, you, 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 you're a lifter, like obviously stay active that way. But also, I want you to stay active uh, socially as well, too. Mm-hmm. You know, don't just digest media and, and go, well, I'm against this or I'm for that. Like, dive a little deeper, read into it, see what, you know, see what's going on in Congress, see what the president's talking about, see what the candidates are talking about you know dive a little deeper in there and uh stay active in that stuff because it's, it's important stuff and and a lot of times they want us to not know all the facts or not know the truths or or just not have the information so you know stay active are you bringing this up because you just got to rub shoulders with the president of the united states of america well yes steve i am i saw the picture with the paper cut out? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty Wait, awesome. So did you actually, were you at an event where the president was there? I was. Okay, you didn't just get dressed up wearing a nice suit and went to some random place where the cardboard like a, cutout. No, but they have like cardboard cutouts kind of around the room. Is that their way of being like, look, we know you guys dropped a lot of coin. You're not going to meet the president, but here. Well, here's the deal. When you got in there at first, there was like one big photo booth. And then I was like, that was like all done up like the president, but it was still just a cardboard cutout of it. That'd have been funny if he was like sitting at a table, like like when you go like to like a, a Comic Con. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's just the president. <laughs> you know, they should do that. That'd be awesome. Him, like Clinton, the Bushes. Right. Right. They should just have like President Con. Yeah. Prez Con. Prezi Con. <laughs> right. And like, holy shit. <laughs> Holy crap, there's Secretary of State. 
<laughs> Sorry, dude. Right. I get it. The president brings out the brutality. Right? <laughs> but I mean, can you imagine that? Like, dude, PressCon this year was so sick. I met the aide to, to Senator Kennedy. Dude, I met Anita Hill, and I only had to pay 40 bucks to get a picture. For an extra 60, I was allowed to put a pube on her Coke can. Right. I own the guy that owns the ranch where Justice Scalia died. <laughs> Like, man, that's that's into it. Real quick, before I want to ask, I have a lot of questions to ask you about that. But did you see there was a story? Speaking of ranch, and that's the only reason that livestock auctioneers are some of like the craziest, fastest speaking people that you'll ever like see do an auction. Right? Yeah, you know Mike Hawk's an auctioneer. I did not know that. Yeah. That's like, what his dad does. That's what he does dude, still a couple days a week. I was going to say, he probably could make a... He, I mean, they make good money, Yeah, the auctioneers, especially if you get like in cahoots with some good ones. But the livestock ones are insane. Yeah. And there's... Somebody decided to grab the auctioneers... Yeah, and put it... Put it to hip-hop beats. Yeah. Have you listened to this? I was listening to it yesterday. It's oh pretty awesome. Oh my gosh, I was rolling this morning. Here's a couple of examples of it. $1.57. And that's not like... All right, do you want to hear what Mike Hawk... When, so me and Miles were listening to that, and we uh-huh. were like, did you see this? And one of the coolest things he's ever said, he looks at us and he goes, well, you know what they say, fellas, it's all about the rhythm. I was like, damn, Mike. Right there on the beat. I would listen to that song. Yeah. Here's one more. My favorite is one of the guys who just looks like he's straight out of the farm. Like he's just like a guy that probably wears his Wranglers. You know, he's got a sweet Stetson probably cap. Probably wears spurs. Yeah, absolutely. But he's trying to wear a suit that clearly does not fit him properly. Oh. And it's just like, <laughs> it's awesome. It's is like, it shifted every time It's super he baggy. It's like, just like, okay, maybe he was a little bit heavier when he first got the suit. And he's like, why am I going to get a new suit when I get to see this suit and put it on and just Maybe take a couple of safety pins on it, and I'm all fine. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, talk about talking fast. I, I have a million things I want to play audio-wise. I want you to listen to this, Ted. This all right. This isn't an auctioneer. This is Dwayne Wade. You know Dwayne Wade. Sure. Dwayne Wade is a- The guy that hates Canada. Yes, he hates Canada, and he plays basketball. Yeah. And he just was on Snapchat telling a story about a time- You know what? I'm not even going to tell you what the story is about. I want you to listen to this. And see if you could decipher what the hell he's talking about. With Snapchat, you only have about eight seconds to record a video. So a lot of people record multiple videos. All right. He did that, but I think he was trying to fit as many words in that eight-second window as humanly possible. He sounds like one of those livestock auctioneers. Auctioneers. So uh, here, here's Dwayne Wade, and I want you to tell me what the hell he's talking about. I heard them say, if you get going by a bird, it's good luck. I'm going to make this fast. So I was broke growing up, went to college, got a scholarship because I was good at basketball. I guess I had to sit out that year because I ain't passed my ACT. And uh, so not a lot of things going well for me. Next year, we was going to practice. Got going right on top of my head. Bow, had a ball here at the time. Disgusting. Had to keep walking to practice. My teammates was laughing at me. Long story short, I had a very good year. Uh, my team was ranked within the first week of the season, and we went to the NCAA tournament. So it was a very good year. Things started turning around for me. On my head, don't sound too bad. So this is my second year playing now. Walking to class one day. It on right on top of my head. I had a head on that time. Thank you. I'm just saving me, but my t-shirt was all messed up, so I had to go back to change, but I got it on my second year. So I ended up being All-American that year. We ended up going to the Final Four. I ended up being in the draft that year, and I ended up getting drafted number five. on me. Please. Well, it seems pretty simple, Steve. Yes, Ted. He had always heard that it was good luck if a bird S's on your head. So... Uh, he had a poor grade on his ACT, so something I can't remember that far back. But he had a poor grade on the SAT, <clears throat> ACT. Then he goes to college, 
Uh, it's his freshman year at Marquette. If uh-huh. I remember correctly. Wow, you know more than he's even sharing. <laughs> a bird poops on his head. He ends up having a very good year. He has a bald head, so he felt it the first time. The second year, his sophomore year, bird poops on his head again, but he had a hat on. That was the year Marquette went to the Final Four. Oh. Then he gets drafted after that. Crazy me. I did not think that it was that easy. But look at Ted. Nailing oh, really? It. He pretty much got it. Yeah. Basically, he's saying... Get pooped on the head. It's good luck. Yeah. Have yeah. you had a bird poop on your head? I have. I've had a bird poop on my shoulder. I've always heard stepping in dog poop is good luck, but I guess bird pooping on you is good luck too? I don't know. People say that, but I feel like that's just a nice thing people say because a bird pooped on you. <laughs> yeah, Dude, the best one is, uh, you know, like uh, when you were a kid, right? I'm sure you guys went to the shore or whatever. Yeah. Like in the summertime. So in Ocean City, Maryland, on the boardwalk, right? There's this place called Thrasher's Fries, and I've talked about four of the men. Yeah, I've heard the name Thrasher's. Right, right so here. it's like world famous. But basically, it's it's like any hand-cut fry. They're much more common now, but when I was a kid, you know, you had McDonald's and something else. But So the hand-cut fry on the boardwalk, keep in mind, it's 100 degrees, 100% humidity, but you get buckets, and I mean buckets of these Thrasher's, and then you dump vinegar and salt on them. So my dad... One year, he is so hyped, right? He's got his bucket oh, of no. thrashers or whatever, oh, no. and that seagull crapped right on his french fries, on his head. Oh. <laughs> <So> he... <laughs> what did he do? Did he eat him? No. He, you know, I mean, he kind of lost it. He was pissed. <laughs> Old Effort wasn't having it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Would you, I, I, part of me thinks I might eat around it. You know, have you physically been poofed on by a bird, though? On the shoulder, that's it. All right, so I'm just saying, Yeah, I don't know, when it hits you, you're just like, uh. I guess it depends on how hungry I am. Dude, one time in Disney World, I was in the Animal Kingdom, ironically, and I was reaching, there was like a tub, right, of ice water and stuff. Right. So I'm paying for the ice water, and as I stretched out my arm, a bird hit my forearm. Oh. I know. And the guy was just like, sorry about that. I was like, is this part of the park experience? (laughs) Is this part? Is this because I didn't use the fast pass? Is this why he's he's crapping on me? Did I just get charged extra? <laughs> or is this like a it's like a stamp? You know, when you go to a club, if you want to get reentry, you got to show your bird dong. Yeah, I paid for my water. Yeah. Here's the bird poop to yeah, prove it. Yeah, see, got it. I'm in. <laughs> if I'm a bird, I'd be crapping on people left and right. Well, what, right. I mean, that's what birds do. They crap in the air and get creative with it. I definitely be off. Me and my bird homies, you would be a part of it, of course. You'd, you'd be my number one guy. Flap gang? Yeah, part of that flap gang. We're spreading our wings all over Washington. I would definitely like focus in on people that are in like convertibles and try and hit them like as they're on the freeway. Like That would be our game. That's why I think Old Effer was such a prime target. Bald head shining, fancy new, fancy new order of fries. Plus, those seagulls, man, they knew he'd get pissed and yeah. react, and yeah. some of the fries would fall on the ground, later to be eaten by same seagulls. They don't care. It's the circle of life. They'll eat their own poop fries. I mean, they're causing havoc so that they can benefit. I never even thought about that. Oh, it goes deep, Steve. <laughs> Clearly does. You know what, Ted? I do want to talk a little bit about your experience. Uh, so deep. <laughs> meeting the president. I want to get deep with you and the president at PrezCon. PrezCon. But why don't we take a quick break? When we All get right. back, uh, I have so many questions about how you even ended up there. So the Megacast will return yeah. with PrezCon. PrezCon? Yep. These guys have a future. And that future is to return after this quick break. The Megacast will be back.
Congratulations, Instagram. Selfies. Now with more than 500 million users worldwide. Cat fails. Instagram is a fun and quirky way to share your life with friends. Boobies. Snap a photo with your mobile phone. Yoga pants. Then choose a filter to transform the image. Duck face. Into a memory to keep around forever. Work that booty. With Instagram, you can experience moments in your friends' lives. Clickbait. Through pictures and videos. Puppies. As they happen. Boy shorts. Instagram. Food porn. Download it and start posting today. Ted and Steve will make it last forever. Especially when on Molly. Haha. Wow. The Metacast is back. Grace, summertime. She likes to do her raise. There's in that little commercial we had about Instagram. You can hear like a little voice underneath go food porn. What's your take on the term food porn? Uh. I go back and forth. Yeah. I'd never heard of it until years ago, like the physical copy of Vice Magazine. My buddy used to get them, and I was like, what is this? And I remember it was like food porn, and I was like, that seems stupid. But honestly, now I I, I search the hashtag, especially when I'm eating well. I'll look at it during the week. I just don't know if I want food to be associated with porn. Like, well, I, I get the I get why it's called that. And I never used to bother me, but the other day I was like watching something like food porn. And I'm like, man, I don't know. Connecting sex with food? I think it's just more of a general term, though, of porn being excess and sure. and, and, and viceful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally get the meaning. It's just, I don't know. I'll stop using it, Steve. I just don't want to have sex with a tomato this week. Sorry. Not a tomato. Right. It, Maybe if some you were going to have sex fries. with a food, yeah. what would it be? Oh. Would it be a food you like to eat or a food you hate? Ooh. That's a good question. Or just based on feel of well, the food. If I'm going to have sex with a food that I hate, I'm banging Tempa. I'm banging the holy yeah, hell out of Tempa. that stuff was gross. I mean, I want to just hate bang Tempa. Yeah. My wife just brought home, came from the grocery store, and we're unloading all the groceries out of the bags, and I see Tempa. I'm like, why'd you get this? Yeah. And she's like, oh, I know you don't like it. I th-, she's like, I think you just had it done wrong. I'm like, I, every time I've had it, it tastes like just whatever flavor on cardboard. I do not want to eat this crap. There was no better shot than the teriyaki tempo we had. Right. You put teriyaki sauce on anything. I mean, on, anything. on pigeon poop, I probably would enjoy it. Yeah. That tempo sucked. Yeah. Man, mm. I would have been pissed too. What is this? What is this crap you bring into our home? I like Woman- the... That's such a Seattle thing. Tempa is what set you off like a 1950s like drunk uh, husband. Woman, what is this? To the moon, Sydney. To the moon. You take this Tempa and you throw it outside. I'm not living in a house that has Tempa in it. It's bad enough that we have glassy babies now. <laughs> the hell did I marry? You know, next thing you'll be cooking your Tempa over open fire glassy babies. Right. Ted, where was this president uh, rendezvous that you had? Uh, I went to the one. It was a very, uh, it was a big dinner over at the uh, Washington Convention Center. Nice. So, yeah, because for those that don't know, and I'm sure you do because you probably got stuck in traffic on Friday. Yeah. Uh, the president came to town to visit Ted. Yep. Uh, yep. To go to Red Fest and then uh, catch a Sounders match. Yeah. All uh, right. He was doing one at the convention center. Then he was doing like a super private thing over in Medina. 
Right. Which is like where Bill Gates and all those people live. What do we have to do to get invited to one of those? Because I feel, do you, I don't know about you, I picture that like being like a campfire thing. Like they're all hanging out around a fire and the president's cooking s'mores. Dude, the thing is, is like, no matter how popular we get, I don't know that we'll ever have the fundage to go to the private ones. No, I don't think we would, but maybe like someone could float us in as like a plus one. I mean, like in all honesty, I plus bought two. I guess like there's levels of like tickets you can buy to the one I went to. I got the cheapest one, and that was two hundred fifty dollars. Damn. Yeah, and what I heard, did you get for two fifty? You get dinner, and you get to watch people speak. <laughs> wow, way to sell it, Ty. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you and tell you there was more. I mean that that was it. Do what kind of food did you get? Well, I tell everybody, oh, boy. <laughs> It's a it's a fancy dinner in Seattle. Take one guess what we as soon as it showed up, oh. I went, Of course this is what we're eating. Is it kale? Salmon. Salmon. Okay. Yeah. Is it at least a decent sized piece? Yeah. I mean it wasn't was bad. It Copper River? It should be at least Copper River for two fifty. It wasn't bad. I'm just like as it soon wasn't as, Copper River. As soon as it showed up, I just went, Of course we're having salmon. Yeah. Like I don't know why I don't know why in the freaking world I thought we would have had anything but goddamn salmon. <laughs> What was I thinking? Did you get a drink too? Did they give you? Well, you don't get vouchers. You got to pay for the drinks. But yeah, there's bars. What about even like a diet coke? Did they give you a free diet? There was water on the table. Oh, it was nice, nice water and glass bottles. Dinner rolls, butter. Uh, well, yeah, you get that stuff. They, you know what? The, probably the highlight was there was a fancy dessert that was on the table the whole time. Which as soon as I ate my salad, I went, "Oh, is this part of like the appetizer?" And they were like, "No, that's your dessert." Why would you have the dessert already on the table? Dude, I don't know, man, but it was delicious. This president, man, I don't think he planned this out very well. You know what? I want to blame this all on uh, on the governor. Yeah. Inslee, you're yeah. on notice. You're on notice. Dude, I love that that guy brought on notice back. On Twitter. Yeah. That was awesome. Uh, no, but it was really cool, man. You go in there, and then like there's bars like on the side. So if you ever get the opportunity to go, uh, Patrick Palace. Yeah. We know him from yeah. the station stuff. Hell yeah. He's done it a couple times. He had a table, so he was like, hey, I have a spot left. If you would like to go, you can you can get in. And I was like, cool. He just likes, as he told me, I go, how did you put this group together? He goes, I just like to have an interesting table of people there. Nice. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. And then uh, my buddy Joe, the mayor, he was also there at a different table. Oh, I thought you went with Joe. No. He just happened to be going. Nice. But he gave me the greatest tip ever, which was when you go get drinks. You Don't can... eat the dessert before your dinner. <laughs> well, that too. But you can buy a bottle of wine and just have it on your table so you don't have to. Oh, some bottle service at PrezCon. Yeah, so my table, I tell everybody this advice, we we got like four or five bottles of wine at our table, right? Yeah, because I've learned one thing in life, is that lawyers like to drink. Oh, yeah. Yes. So then after, uh, right before the governor and president come out, they do some security stuff, and there's like an intermission. So Joe comes over, and he's like, because uh, he wants to meet Pat Palace, and he's, or Patrick, and he's like, hey, man, like, can I have some of your wine? We're all out of wine at my table. And I was like, well, sure. I go, but this was your advice. Yeah. Once... <laughs> well, yeah, he's smart. He told you to do it and knew that he could just kind of zone in oh. on you like a pigeon going towards your dad with oh. french fries. Jesus, you're right, Steve. He's as smart as a pigeon, that Joe. Mm. That's why he's the mayor. He... <laughs> you're right, man. Yeah, I know what's up. Yeah, but it was pretty cool. And then well, afterwards, uh, we went out. And I uh, had a, had another drink and some appetizers with a uh, city councilwoman from Bellevue. Nice. Yeah. What was it like to be in a room with the president of the United States of America? Uh, it It's such a different feeling. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. Like, you just kind of, you get fired up, man. 
And he's super charismatic. And I know I know there's some people who are Republicans and don't like him and this and that. But look, Republican or Democrat, if I have a chance to meet or be in a room with a former president or a current president, despite what my political beliefs are, I would take that in a heartbeat. Right. So that's exactly where I was at. And yeah. he just he was just funny. He was kind of riffing. He was giving the governor a hard time. He'd say, played some hoops. Uh, this game's not so good, but his elbows are. <laughs> Just like, damn. Very random. Right. Just like basically like Jay Inslee's terrible at basketball, but he fouls a lot. Yeah, but he's a little aggressive out there. <laughs> the only thing yeah. I could like, and it's not obviously as close to being in the presence of a president, but when I got to go to see David Letterman the first time, all right, there was something so surreal about being in a room with a guy. I mean, because I idolized Letterman growing up. Like, yeah. You know, it was like, listen to Howard Stern, watch David Letterman. I would say those were like... The two biggest comedic influences I had in my life. There was others, obviously, a part of that. You know, you got you know the Eddie Murphys of the world, and the, even Andrew Dice Clay when I was a kid, and any any comic that was on the the A and E Showtime at the or whatever A and E's uh, Evening at the Improv. You know, any of those comics. Oh, I thought you just say Showtime at the Showtime Apollo. Apollo too. I, I used to watch that. that. Yeah, absolutely. But so growing up and idolizing that guy, then I'm sitting maybe 12 rows back and the minute he walks out, it was just like, it was beyond goosebumps. It was like, yeah. it was just like, I was in awe because I'm like, this is the guy, the legend. I mean, it's like Johnny Carson for people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was I would, awesome. I would have to imagine Letterman would say, they run that thing so smooth. Oh yeah. That's what I was telling like our boss. I go, the production level would have blown you away. You know? And he's like, well, yeah, it's a president. I go, I, I get that it's a president, but still- Till you see it in action, you know what I mean? Like the the mayor of Yakima speaks, boom, vignette, and then like the other oh, people. No way. Yeah, and like when, as soon as the vignette's said, and somebody else is on stage going, "Okay, this or that," like it 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 was super, it was super cool, man. And it was just it's just different. You're in the room with the president. It's like, damn. Does he eat while you guys are there? No. He literally shows up, gives his speech. I don't know why I'm picturing this like a wedding. Like, does he go table to table and just say, hi, thanks for coming to my shindig? No, he literally goes up, does his talk, and then just walks off, and and they're gone. And then he's off to Dreamgirls. Yeah. (laughs) Wouldn't that be funny if that was the case? Dreamgirls down on the stadium? (laughs) Or Little Darlings. I like like that he's going to Dreamgirls. It's like, uh, on the way in, I went to a Mariners game, found this free pass. Yeah. I noticed you guys have a two-story tall stripper pole. <laughs> How much for VIP? I was uh, throwing nuts, peanuts on the floor mm-hmm. across the street at Hooverville. Strong drinks. <laughs> no, it, it was Is a it super cool, two for one? <laughs> super cool experience. And I, uh, yeah, it was. So I was awesome. pumped. Yeah. I was pumped for you, and I saw that. I was like, wow, that's so cool. Yeah, I think about one time, dude. I don't have many regrets of. Missed opportunities. I mean, you have some in, t- in your life, but I remember yeah. one time when I was working at uh, K Rock when before it became Jack, the CBS station, and and the president Clinton was an, he was no longer the president, but he was doing a book signing tour. We were trying to get him on the show, and it almost happened, but then it fell apart. But the person who was working the the president's tour to that bookstore said, "Hey, if you want, you could come down and take pictures." All right, and they said you won't be able to meet the president. But, you know, you could take pictures. I'm like, and I started thinking about it, and I'm like, gosh, that's a, a long day at work, and it's four o'clock in the afternoon, and yep. I was like, you know what, nah, and I told our, our a guy that does photo- pictures for our, the station and for the show back then, this guy, uh, Rick, and I'm like, hey, man, I could get you in to take pictures if you want. That'd be cool for the website. And he's like, yeah, I'll do it. Sure as us. The next day, he goes, dude, you won't believe it. Check it out. Like, 
pictures upon pictures of him with the president, arm around Clinton, shaking hands, cheesing it up. I mean, I'm like, wait, they said that you wouldn't be able to get pictures. Like, yeah, well, once he showed up, he came early, and they said, hey, everybody who's here for media taking pictures, let's just do a quick meet and greet, and you guys could get... I was like, oh... I was so pissed. Yeah. Because I was like, again, whatever you... And I like Clinton. But even if I didn't, the opportunity to meet a guy who ran our country would be freaking amazing. Yeah. I mean, look, at PressCon, you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't the big biggest W fan, yeah. but I still want to go get his autograph and meet him. I, w would be number one on my list of guys I'd want. I know that he probably doesn't drink anymore. He's had some issues in his life. Uh, oh, he's hands down the guy you want to go have a beer with. Right. Yeah, I agree 100%. Okay, living uh, of all the living presidents, what would be it? So I would say Bush for sure, number one. W's the guy, I'd, like if they if you were going to go out and actually like drink beers, right, yeah. W's probably who I'd go with first. And then second, I feel like I'd, I'd want uh, older Bush and Clinton together. I think those two are a hoot because they're yeah. friends. Like I, I think, I'd be the third wheel with those three. Yeah, two. I really want to meet Carter, but I feel like he'd be a little more serious. Yeah, and it wouldn't be he wouldn't have a beer. He'd go to Hooverville though. He likes peanuts. He, that's a good point, Steve. Maybe, maybe after a couple too many peanuts, you could drag him on over to the Dream Girls. Maybe me and me and President Carter smokes some weed. <laughs> <laughs> then what? Uh, who's left? Barack? Is that it? I I do think George or Bush, the original Bush, would be my last to get a beer with. Oh, he would he be my, seems stiff. He needs to be with Clinton. Otherwise, I don't want to have him be a part of my posse. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's a package deal. So I would go, if it's only one, it would be Bush, Clinton, Obama, Carter, Bush. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think, uh, I think Obama would be fun to chop it up with too, just about sports. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. He talks about it all the time. Absolutely. That would be one that you'd want to go like to a sports bar and watch some games. Yeah. But W just seems like. After like beer too, be like, all right, I got a joke for you. Like, oh, give it to me, George. Hey, speaking of uh, sports, <laughs> we mentioned this while we were in our, our break, and I thought it'd be worth talking about. We were talking about LeBron James, and you brought up an interesting fact or point. It just always seems odd to me, and he is the best player in the league. Well, he's proven that with the championship, but he's right. always talking about greatness, and I liked his Instagram posts. Like, hey, I put this team together. I can do it, this and that, and I, I'm all for the worker. Yeah. But it still seems odd to me that he wears Jordan's number. I think it's also odd because he made it a point to not wear his number and said, and he had valid reasons why that nobody should be wearing Michael Jordan's number. Right. And then all of a sudden, when he goes back to Cleveland, he decides, you know what, I'm going to go back to Jordan's number. Right, because I had to look it up. I was like, wait a minute. Cause, you know, because like... Wasn't he six for... He was six in Miami. Yeah. Yeah. Right, I don't know. That just seems... It seems odd to me. Like we were saying, there's certain numbers in certain sports. 23 is Jordan. Yeah. yeah I don't you think any I mean? basketball player in... At all should be wearing that number. Right. And then you were saying Gretzky, 99, maybe Lemieux was 66, too. Yeah, I put both. In hockey, I don't think those... And I haven't seen anyone ever wear those two numbers. I even see it like, even in pickup hockey, rec hockey, if someone's wearing a number 99, that person just gets destroyed. Like, yeah, come, they're just going to hey, mess Gretzky. with them. Hey, Gretzky. Hey, Gretzky. Pass yeah. over here, Gretzky. You know, it's like you, you're now forever known as Gretzky. Yeah. Yeah, and that's not a compliment. No, not right. at all. So what do you think? Like, baseball. I think we agree 42 for Jackie Robinson. You gotta. Yeah. Isn't it already? That is retired. And then I'm trying to think. Like, I guess, I mean, you know Yankee stuff. I mean, six or seven maybe, right, for yeah. DiMaggio or, or Mantle? And that's a tough one. I agree. But it's such, there's such vitriol towards the Yankees that people probably wouldn't want that to be that way out of spite. But I'm, I'm just... 
thinking now, do you see it that often anymore? Well, I mean, I, I'm not really that big of a baseball yeah, I don't, guy I don't, anymore. I, I'm either am I anymore. I mean, the last I number six I could think of off the top of my head is Steve Garvey. Yeah, somebody's going to be like, you guys are idiots. Like, oh, here's the Mariners are. that wear six and seven. Yeah. Do you think it's weird seeing a pitcher wear a single digit number? I just saw that the other day. And I, and I read this, and someone brought it up, and one of the announcers, and said, I think there's only two or three players in, the whole, in all of baseball that are pitchers that wear single-digit numbers. No kidding. And I was like, yeah, it does look kind of weird, just because you're conditioned to see it a certain way. I still think one of the stranger ones is when you see like a, a fullback or like a middle linebacker, like a big old dude just wearing that single number. I agree. Like yeah. Even seeing Cam Newton wear number one looks weird. Yeah. Or a kicker wear the double digit. Yeah. What like, are you doing? Right. Get it together. Football. I don't is there a number? I don't know. Maybe thirty two for Jim Brown? No, uh, that'd be a good one, yeah. But you're right. I'm trying to think like ninety nine every... for Mark Gastineau, clearly. <laughs> yeah. Like I think every organization has numbers that you wouldn't want to wear. Like I would I don't know. I don't think anybody's gonna run out and be like, Give me twenty four for the Seahawks. Yeah. You know, but yeah. It, NFL doesn't seem to have like that one number that's like throughout the no, league. No, I think it's it's team by team. I still think it's kind of weird even seeing it. I know like it ended not very well. I think it's weird seeing a, a, a Seahawk wear 37. Oh, because of Sean. Yeah. I mean, say what you will about the guy. He still was the league MVP. He was part of the team that went to the Super Bowl. I mean, before this new era of Seahawks, I mean, how do you not show him? And same with number eight. I'd feel weird seeing anyone wear number eight for the Seahawks. I think those two numbers should eventually be retired. You know, sometimes I forget about the couple down years. Yeah. Because since I've been here, the Seahawks have always been pretty damn good. Yeah, they've been dominant in the NFC West, except for that Jim Mora season. Yeah, that's why I always forget about it. And you're right. I I forget there is that gap between, to me, it just seemed like it moved pretty seamlessly. And then it's like, oh, yeah, there was that gap between those Seahawks and the current. There was like the, the Hasselbeck falling apart. Then switching to Devaris Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, and then the Jim Ward thing was just a debacle. Uh, and then Pete Carroll just came around. I mean, even in 7-9, and nine, he brought them to the playoffs. And, and, and ever since then, it's been just awesome. I love Jim Ward Jr. I still think that was a raw deal. Yeah, I don't think he... I mean, that's a whole other argument. But yeah. I, 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 I didn't think he really made sense for the Seahawks. It didn't seem like it was working. And no, no, granted, no. He wasn't given an opportunity, but it was just... the whole big, Right, the whole thing just sucked. Well, and also just the way that, like... They basically kind of forced Holmgren out because they didn't want to lose Mora, and then they give Mora the head coaching spot, and it doesn't go well. It was just like there were so many weird things. You bring up Holmgren. We were yeah. talking about the president or Letterman meeting Holmgren. You've met Holmgren? Yeah, he was on uh, the two hundred six, which is now up oh. like the same time I was. Same thing. That guy has a presence where you're just like, holy cow! And it's like. As soon as I talked to him, I reverted back to like a high school kid. Yeah. Like, yes, sir. No, sir. <laughs> like, I mean, he's larger than life. Right. I mean, the, he's, he's the coach. You know, when, when I, I didn't talk to him, but when James Hetfield walked by me um, backstage at Summer Sanitarium over at what was called Quest Field, now CenturyLink Field. Yeah. That was weird. Like, it was just like, oh, my goodness gracious. It's James freaking Hetfield. Yeah. Like, I have nothing to say other than you are amazing. Oh, and the two ridiculous, like, porn star hot girls in Whole Foods last night. <laughs> they got me, too. I bought... The, <laughs> I completely panicked. I had nothing. It's like... Dude, when's Whole Foods going to put out a calendar? The girls of Whole Foods. Steve, I'm telling you, there's hot chicks. These girls were next level. And I'm pretty sure they were speaking Russian. One girl was wearing, like... Not like she actually had just worked out, but she was just wearing a white tank top, knee-high white socks, and, like, little workout shorts. Yeah, I, it was unbelievable. That sounds like torture. 
I'm telling you, we completely screwed up my order. Let's take a quick break. All right, sorry. When we they come were that back, hot. I want to talk to you about a tweet that you put out. All right. Oh, yeah. oh all right. All right. So when the Mega Cats returns, we're tweeting with Ted. Tweeting with Ted. Nothing is going to save you from Ted and Steve. The Mega Cast will be back. that the season six finale of Game of Thrones is history. It'll be almost a year before another new episode. But don't worry. New on ABC. It's the perfect combination of classic game show fun from the 70s and everybody's favorite hit HBO show filled with violence and nudity. Introducing Match Game of Thrones. Starring Alec Baldwin as the host and featuring Brett Summers and Charles Nelson Riley, along with six celebrity panelists who Whose careers are about as dead as a Game of Thrones character. Charles, dumb Daenerys is so dumb, she brought a blank to a sword fight. Well, it's not the kind of sword fight I'm used to. When you watch Match Game of Thrones, the only thing dragon will be the 30 minutes that you'll have to sit through this garbage. Brent, Lord Varys said, my wenches will have to service me in my chamber because I can't get my blank through the door. I said my garden of Paul Malls. <laughs> Don't miss Match Game of Thrones. You'll ask yourself, how did they come up with this blank? Why are you always hating? Hating is for shit hits. The mega cast is back. Please, please tell me why you always hate. I have to agree. Hating is for ass heads. It is. I also have to be honest. At this point, I looked at my clock and I was like, I, I can't tell time. For some reason, I kept doing, man, if we do three 15-minute segments, that's going to be 90 minutes. I know. I remember before we started, Ted goes to me, goes, hey, man, we really got to make these uh, quicker breaks because I have to be done by 1245. And I'm looking at the clock and I'm like, we have, it's, a, it's not even 1130. I'm like, yeah, man, sure. We got this. And, and But in my head, I'm like, did I miss something? Are we now doing four 15-minute breaks? Or? And in my head, I'm going, he's so confident about it. Yeah, because I'm like, we got an hour and 15 minutes to bang out an hour's worth of content. <laughs> so I just looked at my clock and I go, you still got what? all the time in the world. <laughs> I go, what was I freaking out? And I go, right. I don't know. I don't know why I thought those three segments equaled 90 minutes. We've never even done an hour, much less than 90 minutes. No, we hover around 55 minutes on average. Sometimes we get a little crazy and it hits like an hour one minute. And I'm like, okay, Ted, yeah, we'll get it done, man. We'll get you out of here by 1245. No problem. My bad, dude. No, it's all good. It's always good to make sure that we're on point. <laughs> it, just, it just dawned on me. Like, I'm an idiot. Dude, before we get to all the other stuff, all right. you brought up the, the QFC girls. And we were talking, yeah. while we went to break, we were still talking more and more about it. Do you find yourself 
I'll use this as an example. Do you remember Rock Girl? And I've talked about this on the on the BJ and Make show before. And every time I see the picture of her, it's still the same reaction. Have you remember? Was it what the hell? She had red hair. Rock Girl Maggie. She's still on like the, on the front page of KSW.com from time to time because they still all haven't right. cycled in all the new pictures. She's last year's crop. She's got that super bleached red hair. Uh, just, I mean, smoking hot. Right. Whenever I see a picture of her, I get mad. Not like I, like I'm like emotionally mad. I'm just mad. Like it's like you are so freaking hot. It makes me angry. Yeah. Like That's, I trust me, dude. That's where I was last night. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was telling Steve during the break. These chicks were so hot, right? So, right, the the black-haired girl in, like, the fake workout outfit, and then her friend is, like, the blonde girl. I love that's a fake workout outfit. <laughs> There's no way she was actually working out. Right. Like, she's wearing that because she, know she knows it looks Right, hot. she's got, like, high heels on. That's what I'm saying. Like, right. it was, like, two goddamn porn stars, man. Because it looks like, like, if it was, like, hey, uh, you know, stud takes down athletic working out girl. Like, that's how she would be dressed in the porn. That's what I'm saying. And then her friend was the blonde girl with, like, jeans. Not that Ted's ever seen that thumbnail. (laughs) (laughs) During World Cup, soccer player. Uh, She's, like, the blonde with the ridiculous chest. Yeah. That's, like, those shirts, uh, what are they called? Like uh, tops? No, like the bodysuits or whatever that, like, clip underneath. So it's almost like yeah. a one-piece bathing suit, yeah. And then, like, right, if her jeans had slipped down a little bit, you could have seen like her, like that, the sexy like hip bone. Oh yeah, I'm telling you, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's hot, there's uncomfortably hot, and then this is like porn star. Like, like right. I was like, are they dancing at a club? Like, what is going? And they're speaking Russian. And I'm getting angry right now. See, Steve. I think they make you angry hot. That's like yeah. that to me is like that's mecca. If you're a girl and you're making dudes, and you know, I hope you understand what we mean when we say that like it's not like we're gonna yell at a girl who's hot damn you for being so hot but like you just it's like you don't even know how to react other than like there's anger because they're just it's uncontrollably hot that's like that's the that to me is like that's the ultimate compliment for a chick if like we can go to you and say hey girls at the qfc or at whole foods those girls don't go to qfc clearly just whole foods type of girls I can't believe I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know that I saw them with anything in their carts. You think they just said, hey, let's just go to Whole Foods and walk around and make guys angry because we're so hot? No, they're like girls that hot, I assume, do like ridiculous hot girl things. Like they were in there to buy cheese, chocolate cake, and wine. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Then they'll go home and be what, like, are they going to have like some kind of fondue thing going on? No, they're going to eat like a little bit of the cheese. Like uh, uh, they'll drink all the wine. Don't worry about that. And then they'll like share a piece of cake and be like, we're so decadent. And then they'll probably start doing cocaine and going to their stripper parties. And taking a lot of selfies. Yes. Oh, God. I can imagine those two in a bathroom for hours taking selfies. Just, just snorting coke, taking pictures. I hear that happens at PressCon, too. <laughs> PressCon. PressCon. As if it was a real thing. I was going to say, going to meet the president, one of the few things where I was like, you know what? I'm not going to bring a joint with me today. <laughs> Look at you, all grown up. Yeah, being responsible. Hey, we did get a tweet at the Megacast. All right. Um, and, and it says, I'm listening to this week's Megacast. It's from Rachel or Rochelle. I think it's Rochelle. Yeah. Um, and it said, one thing you guys sped over tripped me up. Your friend with a wife and a girlfriend, they're okay with this? So last week we mentioned- Oh, that's my, your friend. Right. My buddy, I, you need to meet him. You'll love the guy. He's so awesome. 
my buddy Chris, who I play hockey with in these hockey tournaments, he's from Phoenix. I met him last year, and we keep in touch. And I've become friends also with his wife and his girlfriend. And yes, my friend Chris, he's a he's got a wife, polyamorous. Yes, and he has a girlfriend. And it is look, uh, all of us reacted the same way. Like, what the f? How do you do this? Blah blah blah. I grabbed the clip because we interviewed him on the Donkey Show, which is a podcast I do with J Mac and Munson whenever we have a chance and we're drinking. We roll tape and we put it out. All right. Uh, and the last episode, which is available, if you just go to Yo Donkey Show on Twitter, you can get all the links and all that crap. But uh, here's Chris explaining the relationship. Now, most of the podcast is completely filthy. We couldn't run it. It's just, it's like if you're a girl, just go into it knowing that this is guy talk. It's locker room talk. Yeah, I mean, it gets very graphic. It gets very visual. But throughout all of that, there was a part where I thought, wow, that actually is a very interesting point that he brought up. And and I think it's important to hear because it's like you know, obviously our first instinct is that's weird. That guy, something's wrong with these three. But then you hear, yeah. I met them. They're all super cool. They're super loving with each other. And when you hear them oh, talk about it, are. oh, I bet they are too. <laughs> I didn't get to witness that. But I was like, okay, you know what? It's not my cup of tea. It's not my world. I don't think I could handle that. But who am I to be judgmental on somebody who's happy? And all three of them are genuinely happy with each other. They each. You like your relationships like your basketball. One on one and with as little dribbling as possible. That's right. And I always win at horse. I don't know what that means, but here's, hey, you all up. Here, here they, here's Chris explaining the relationship of his wife, and and here's the, the important part: not his girlfriend, their girlfriend, which I think nice. is, which I, that that was like when he said that, I was like, oh, all right, now it's making even more sense. It's not a wife, me, girlfriend, me, girlfriend, wife. It's all of us together. And if you look at it that way, if you look at it the way you're talking about it, where I have a relationship with my wife and I have a relationship with my girlfriend and it's something separate. Then it's battling against each other. Right. And that's kind of like the TV show where they don't sleep together. But see, in this case, everybody's together. It's one relationship. So it's harder for me because I have two people to please. I don't think they have to look at it that way. You know, even though they do have to take care of each other, both, you know, physically and emotionally and everything. It's it's hard, but that's that's why this works, too, is because they do so well together. I honestly believe if something were to happen to me, they would still be together 10 years from now. You know, he brings up a strong point there, too. Like, you, you always want to be in a threesome, but like... I mean, mean, right, a normal Friday night or, like, he wakes up in the morning just for, like, a little morning quickie, like... Right. Does he have to, like, have sex with both of them, or... If they both want it, yeah. Yeah. I I mean... I'm surprised that guy's not more tired. And he brought uh, when he brought that up, I was thinking about that too. Like you know, he even said like you know for holidays or birthdays, you know he's got to, he's always trying to make sure he's giving both of them equal amount equal of attention, amounts. equal amount of gifts. I mean, it's almost like a parent, you yeah. know, trying to make sure he does, that one kid doesn't think he's loved more than the other kid. And then what happens if like he is tired of the girlfriend and doesn't like it? Like, do they have to discuss whether or not they could break up with the girlfriend? That's a good question. I never even thought about that. Yeah, yeah, but they all live together. They have a kid. Uh, the kid is the girlfriend's kid. And, no kidding. Yeah. And man, it's like everything he says makes you want to scratch your head and be like, what in the hell? But then when you listen to him talk about it and he says it in such a a confident way, you're like, who the hell am I to say that what you're doing is crazy? You're happy? Yeah. She's happy? She's happy too? You guys are doing all right with each other? Go have at it. Yeah. But well, it, and and I think too, you know- I don't know. The, the more I get on in life, that's that's more of my philosophy on a lot of stuff. Like, well, 
Look, at the end of the day, they're not hurting anybody else. Right. They're all happy. Like, let them have fun. Exactly. Why? Who are we to all of a sudden be the fun police for everybody and their decisions that they make in their life? Yeah. And if you, I give anybody, if anyone had a chance to meet him and his ladies, and you walk away from that still being like disapproving, then you're just you're completely closed minded. Because once you meet them, they're cool as all hell. All it's like I when I first met the ladies, I was like, oh, how's this going to be? Or is it going to be weird? And man, they were so much fun. They're yeah. hanging out. They're both, the, and and he's right. You could see like they're they're the two of them, the two ladies are super tight, like close together. You know, friends yeah. wise, tight as friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about the tweet that I want to bring All up. All right. I should say the whole food girls. Those they were also so hot. I was just like, oh man, I need one of those. But like in real in reality, I'm never gonna date a woman like that. Clearly, they're available in aisle six. Yeah, yeah, that's right. where you get those. I would never be jealous either. No, no, never. Where are you going with who? No, dress like that. No, right? You don't go to Whole Foods. I saw you at Whole Foods. I know what kind of reaction you give to men when you're in Whole Foods dressed like that. Walking through the salsa section right when I had my hand on the hot. <laughs> you can only get mild salsa if I'm not around you. Right? And no kombucha. <laughs> Maybe medium. Maybe. Depends. Uh, this is a tweet from at the Ted Smith. Nice. Came in at uh, 12 in the afternoon yesterday. Mm. says, social media is full of info. Hell, I just found out an ex of mine has a kid now. Turns out maybe we did have different ideas of the future. Yeah. I would love for you to elaborate on this one, if you can. Uh, the last girl I dated, I, I'm not a, I try not to really do too much of the Facebook kind of checking in on exes. Sure. What's, what fun is that? Right. So with her, it had... Obviously, it had been a while since I bothered to click on, and we're not friends anymore, right? Okay. So, I only see certain amounts of what she posts. Is it the girl I... The... No. <laughs> Sorry, I had to turn the microphones off. I didn't want to, like, put out the person's name. No, no, no. It, right. That... <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Okay. Uh, right. So, I mean, we dated... I think we broke up, like, what, three years ago? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it was not a super long relationship. It was long for me, Steve. It was like nine months. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Long enough to impregnate somebody. Right. Dead. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I just hadn't, that's not my thing. I hadn't checked it in a while. So then I saw one of her friends that is still a mutual friend post something. And I yesterday I was just like, you know what? I'm going to do a little Facebook creep and see what's going on. We all do it. Yeah. We've uh, all been guilty of it as much as we don't want to. Right. So then it's like, all right, like she's dating somebody else. Good. This and that. And then I saw a pic, and I was like, man, like, and then I clicked on, like, the comments, and it's like, oh, you're going to be a great mom, and this and that, and I was like, wow, that's her little kid and that baby Bjorn. That's what you call those things, right? Baby Bjorn? Baby Bjorn. The little from Ikea? No, like the, the, like, sweatshirt thing you put them in. Oh, like that little sack? Yeah. I don't even know what the hell they're called. I'm pretty sure the character. You're asking the guy who has no kids what they're called? Honestly, I I figured your dog has one. (laughs) The way Lulu would let us keep her in one of those. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I just, I just was tweet. I did that. That's just what struck me. Oh, I bet. Like, and it's weird too, because then like other people were like, "Dude, my girl started dating somebody like, like or broke up," and I was like, "No, no, no, no!" Like I'm not angry at her or like anything about. Like, I was just saying, like it, it's crazy. That's how social media works. Like I think, you know, ten, fifteen years ago, 
I probably wouldn't know. And so, no, you know what I mean. Like I don't interact with her friends that much. So I think about the exes from my like my college days. I have no idea what they're doing right now. Nor yeah. do I have. I don't even. Some of them I don't even remember their last names. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I don't even know how to find them. And probably at this point they're married, so they have a different last name. So finding them wouldn't be all that easy. But yeah, you're right. I mean, sometimes you just want to throw out a piece of information. It's not like you're trying to like commiserate with people about the fact that she now has a kid. It's funny how some people react to things because. I'm sure some people are like, well, Ted, you, you'll make a good dad one day. Yeah. And it's like, I know. It's I know. T- well, that, well, right. And that was kind of my point, too. It was just like, well, you want to go have a kid. <laughs> it's probably like, I was just trying to make a lighthearted joke, like, probably a good thing we broke up then. Right. Like, because she broke up with me. Like, well, obviously, she probably made the right call if she wanted to go down that path. Right, because that wasn't in your plans. No. You weren't looking to impregnate her or anything like that. No. no. So, right, so that was that was the tweet, and honestly, like, it just... It Ted, just, how do you and I just have a kid? Why don't we just adopt a child? I'd have a kid with you, dude. Yeah, me too. I think our kid would be awesome together. Yeah. What would we name him? I'm Bo. leaning towards Bjorn. Bjorn? <laughs> our child Bjorn. I mean, look, is his last name Migliori or Smith? Oh, or is it? do we combine them? Or do we just have his last name be Megacast? Yeah. Bo Megacast. <laughs> Bo Megacast. Uh, yeah, so that was just one of those strange things. That's why I was just like, yeah, social media coming through. Dude, I mean, I, it's funny. Like, you, I remember when I found out an ex, not my, well, I guess, bef- yeah, my last ex before getting, you know. Oh, yeah. She has a kid. And I found really? that out. Yeah. I actually found that out from one of our coworkers. Huh. And they're like, did you know blah, 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 has a kid now? Well, at the time, she saw her when she was pregnant, I guess. And I'm like, no, how would I know this? Like, I don't know this. But yeah. And it was just like, it wasn't like, and there was no emotion. There was like, no, I'm not, I mean, I, yeah, I'm fine. If she's happy, I'm happy for her. Like, it's not like I'm like, damn it, why does she have a child? I hope that child is going to be mean to her. No, it's just, ah, that's like, it's just, whoa, that's different. I didn't expect that. You know what I mean? Like you just kind of, yeah. it's, it's tough to wrap your head around. Cause you're like, well, I was with that person not very long ago and now they have a child. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. And it, and you're right. It's weird how people look into it. Right. Right. Like, I, I have no anger about it. Like, why would I be angry about it? I've, my life is, I'm very happy with where my life is. And I only hope that the person that I'm no longer with is also happy. I'm not, I don't find any comfort in knowing someone's going to be miserable for the rest of their life. No, honestly, I wish, like, I have, like, three, like, main exes, right? Yeah. So, like, that one, obviously, is <laughs> going to be married or something. She's fine. She has a kid. Yeah. Like, I have another ex that I wish kind of would meet somebody and, and get married just because I, I I always really liked her and think she's a good person, you know, and, like, that'd be good. Okay, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Right. And then I have another one that I wish would just get married already just so I just don't have to deal with it. <laughs> and it wouldn't be awkward. I know, I know exactly Like, I have no issue with, with that, that person, but, like, right. last time I saw him, it was like, this shouldn't be awkward. Right. So it's like, God damn. Like, why are we acting weird? Yeah. It and then just be a quick high-bye. Yes. Right. And then it's the years go, and then, like, I don't know, sometimes I look at other, this is so bad, but, like, sometimes I look at other single people, and I go, well, I'm different than them. And then it's like... Oh well, no, I'm 35 and single. People probably have those same thoughts about me. So it's like it's like I'd rather just be the only single person in that in, in that group. Yeah, I just thought the tweet was awesome. Like I, I was reading that, I'm like, yeah, I know exactly how you feel about yeah, that. Yeah, thanks, when man. You, when you find out about it, it's just like a weird emotion. Nothing negative, nothing positive. It's just like, whoa, was not expecting that information. Right, because right, the relationship I had with that person was. 
was drinking Miller Lights and Fireball, you know yeah. what I mean? Or or doing stupid ass. Like, we had never talked about anything that serious. So that, right, I was just like, huh. Well, that might, right. the, the child might be a product of drinking too many Fireballs and doing stupid ass. Well, and forgetting to put a condom on. Well, it could be that too. It happens. <laughs> happens to the best of us. Yeah. Fortunately, not you or I. That's random. You were like, I got a tweet for you. Then you said noon. I was like, noon? What did I tweet out at yeah. noon? Dude, the weirdest one I remember one time, this girl told me, and it wasn't even like a, it was like a booty call kind of a girl, right? All right. And I lost track with her and then reconnected like about a year after. And I was like, oh, how you been? Oh. She's like, wow, things are getting a little bit better ever since the abortion. And I'm like, oh. So now I'm talking, and I'm like, well, that was not really information I thought you were going to just throw out there. Like, that's a very awkward conversation to now have, because I don't yeah. know what to ask. And now my, br- you know, the gears are spinning in my head, and I'm like, I, 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 like, this has been a year. Like, you know, I'm starting to think, was it, like. Was it you? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, now I'm, like, kind of, like, finally she gets to the point, like, because I'm, like, having this, like, awkward, like, I don't know what to say. I don't know how many questions should I ask. I don't know how to just come out and be like, uh, so this kid that you are going to have, oh, actually it wasn't an abortion. It was an adoption. She gave up the kid for adoption. Sorry. All right. Too many substances have been in my brain and I sometimes lose track of things. And I'm, I remember I'm like, and then like, I felt like a weird pit in my stomach. Like, geez, is that my, like, you know what I mean? Like, is that my kid? All right. And finally, like, as I'm like talking to her awkwardly, she finally goes, it's not your child. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I'm glad to hear things are better. (laughs) Good talk. Gotta go. Dodge that bullet. Yeah. Yeah. That was the weirdest feeling I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah. Like, because it was like that weird moment of, did I knock this girl up and she never told me and now this is how I'm finding out? Thankfully, no. Yeah, that would be super awkward. (laughs) Right. Oh, man. Could you imagine? No. I'm sure no. that's happened to people. Um, it, no, of course it has. But dude, right, there, there's very few things generally I say yes to that question, but I'm like, no, I, I can't. I can't put my head around it. Yeah. It's such a weird feeling. I've had one girlfriend once be like, we got to have a talk. And I and I spent like maybe six hours freaking out thinking that was going to be the talk. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I had one, when I first met out here, I had a girl I dated a couple for a little bit, and she was crazy. I mean, so crazy. Like, this is how the relationship ended. Um, I was, it was, I was living in Wallingford. I lived in this house. I was a bunch of hippie type people. Like, you know, just all, not that, not as a negative, but they're all like just very like earthy vegetarians. Yeah. And one guy was living in kombucha. the garage. Yeah. Probably growing their own kombucha. One guy was living in the garage, not talking to any of us because he was practicing to become a monk. Dope. Yeah. That guy was awesome. Yeah. Like when I finally got to have some conversations with him, he was the coolest guy. I'm like, man, I didn't know you were this cool. He's like, well, I just wanted to see if I could do. Do the monk stuff. Do the monk stuff. I'm like, okay. Um, and I remember I was dating this girl, so the house was just like this house in Wallingford right on um, Ashworth, and and no one had keys to the house. So like, you just come and go. It was just a very safe area. Yeah. So I'm asleep. I wake up in the middle of the night, and I feel a presence in the room. And I'm like, the hell? Like, So my eyes are starting to kind of adjust to like the darkness, but I could see a shadow of a person sitting in a chair across from my bed. And I'm like, what the hell? I turn on the light and it's that girl. And She's like, just sitting there? Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I just got off of work from, uh, was it Kachina Kachina? Remember that place? No. Oh, it was, like a, it was actually where like uh, a lot of the Joey's wound up t- buying out those the, 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 the building that Kachina, it was like an Italian restaurant. All right. And I'm like, all right. 
She's like, well, I didn't know what else to do. I think I'm pregnant. I'm like, what? I'm like, all right, well, let's go uh, to the QFC and let's go get you a pregnancy test. She's like, well, I'm like, no, let's go. I, I, th- you can't just come in here and do this. Yeah. Right? So we go there. We pull up. We park outside the QFC, that one with the big Wallingford, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull up. About to turn the car off. And she, goes, and she looks at me and goes, I lied. I'm like, about what? She's like, I'm not pregnant. I'm like, what? She's like, I just wanted to have a conversation with you, and I felt like you were going to break up with me, and I thought that that would help. I'm like, well, you were right about one part. I do want to break up with you. So Jesus Christ! I'm gonna go. We're gonna go back to my house. You're gonna get in your car, and we're never gonna see each other again. She was crazy. Was she hot? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, we should probably get out of here. <laughs> Let's do some push-ups. Let's do some push-ups. What better song to do push-ups to than the metal version of "All I Do Is Win"? This is way too aggressive. I'm picturing us now also somehow like a when the disciples of fun come out, we like shake one hand, we shake the other, and then it like an explosion. Oh, explosion when the hands go up. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like and then the that that weird like sparkle flames, like you know what I mean? Like the like like, the, like glitter? The, the way like, I don't know what the hell, what the hell is it called when like you get like the, the sparks? Oh yeah, yeah, just coming down. At us. Yeah. Like, All right, we should probably get ten before the song ends. Yeah. So we're shaking yeah. right here. Oh. Hey, follow us on Twitter at the Megacast. Yeah. Ted, see you next week. Yeah, you know where next week works for me. Awesome. Cool, man.